You're listening to Holly Crap, a mostly Hallmark holiday movie podcast. Well, hey, Jen. Hey, Vicki. How's it How's going? How's it going? <laughs> It's good. It's, it's good. good. Yeah. How's it going with you, Jesse? Doing pretty good. Nothing crazy. I'm excited to talk about a timeless Christmas this week, episode I five. I know. I'm oh, pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. We've made it. We've made it to episode five. We're still. We're still excited. We're still doing this. It's a. Thing. We're still watching holiday movies. We're still watching January. holiday movies in January. Hey, <laughs> the Hallmark Channel is doing them every Friday now. So yeah. A lot of people are still watching holiday movies. They, in they know they know what the people want, and That's I have true. to say, it still warms my heart to watch these movies. Definitely, <laughs> uh, I can't really say that this one warmed my heart that much. Um, this one had I had some issues with it, like any Hallmark movie. Um, but we know we'll get into it. So, do we want to first do um, our oh. five minute guess? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you go first? I'd okay. Like to, I'd like to hear your guess. Okay. In five minutes, I said, something will happen to Charles and he will end up in the clock like fucking Cogsworth. Then he'll go to present day and meet either an uptight businesswoman or like a hippie-ish business or a hippie woman, you know, um, that who like buys his house in the present time and then finds the clock and then true love sets him free out of the clock and they live happily ever after. That would have been a better movie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That well, would was been a better movie. What was your five minute guess? Well, first of all, I couldn't remember his name and I wrote down that his name was Christopher. Um, hey, but that's then close. I, I finally realized it was Charles. Um, uh, so my five minute pause was Charles doesn't really love his fiance. He somehow time travels. I only really know this because of the title and the description. He meets a lady in the future and falls in love and decides to stay in the future because he doesn't want to go back to his fiance. That is kind of accurate. It's just kind of accurate. (laughs) Yeah, it's not bad. Um, okay. So is it your turn to do the 30 second recap first? I think it is. I think it's my turn. I'll do it. You ready, Jesse? You ready to time us? Okay, I'm ready. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. All right, so Charles is a wealthy businessman. He buys a clock for his fiance who he doesn't really love. Um, he tries to fix the clock. He winds the clock. He falls down and passes out. He wakes up uh, in 2020 from 1903. Um, in his own house. He's very confused. He pretends to be an actor. He falls in love with the director of the museum. Um, he figures out what the internet is Three, and he stays two, in the future. One, done. That was a really good recap. And you went first. I feel I like you're getting better at this. There just wasn't that much in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there kind of wasn't. There isn't, a, there isn't, but then. I was reading back through my notes and I was like, there were a lot of really weird, specific things. Okay. Jen, are you ready for your 30 seconds? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay. So we have Charles, who's this like fucking Ken doll man in 1903. And he's with this woman that he's not happy with, but he um, 
buys her this clock that says if you wind on a Christmas moon, then you can find your true love, which he winds, he passes out. He ends up in the future in his house, which is now a museum. Um, and he falls in love with the museum director and everyone thinks he's crazy. So he has to pretend like he's an actor and that he's acting as himself who mysteriously disappeared Three, in the past. Two, anyway, he falls one, in love with the museum director. Done. Okay. That's, that's close. Pretty good. So I really hated this movie. I needed to just start with that. I just, I watched it and I was like, I'm, I'm never getting that time back. That time is. Can I ask, like, gone. was there one thing like, cause I didn't think that this was any worse than any other, in my opinion. I, so I'm curious, like, were there like things like that we'll hit on as we talk about this movie or a general? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'll start with the very first thing that just pissed me off that I feel like we need to we need to start with right off the bat. So they describe a Christmas moon, which again is not a thing. Is um, okay. I actually was gonna look it up and then I forgot. And but I had in my notes. Is that a thing? No. So they Are describe sure? a Christmas they describe a Christmas moon as two full moons in the month of December. Yes. Which is fine. It happens. It's actually called a blue moon. Um, at least in the U.S. But is it a blue moon in it's every just, other month too? Yeah, it's just it's just a blue moon. Um, it should be a Christmas moon. But the full moon was on fucking December 18th. Tell me how you fit two full moons in the month of December if one of your full moons was on December 18th. <laughs> so that was your problem? It just like didn't actually make sense? I mean, it, it is – a child could tell you that. But you have to have a suspension of disbelief. Yeah, but, like, I'm fine with suspension of disbelief, but, like, he's supposed to, like, be this inventor, science person, and everybody's okay with the fact that there is two full moons in the month of December, and one of them happens on December 18th. In 1903, were there more than 31 days in the month of December? What was it? Because you can't... There's been a lot more. Like, exactly. There were a lot more days. Like, there was a whole other fucking month tacked onto it. (laughs) Full moons happen every 29 days. But maybe... What the fuck? Something freaky happened. And... And then that maybe something freaky happened. And then like, that's like how he traveled through time, which my big question is, was he in the fucking clock? Was he in the clock? That's an interesting thing to think about. He couldn't have been because the clock wasn't in that room. The clock was somewhere else. So when he woke up in 2020, where was he? Well, so time's not linear, right? Like, I mean, if we want to talk about like time and time travel, like there could be like yeah. this alternate and he just like went there. He just there. jumped. He just jumped. I think he kind of was in the clock a little bit. I kind of felt comfortable with this one. Whereas with um, the first one we did or one of the other ones. Christmas a, comes twice. Hashtag not a porno. Yeah. Excellent. That one, there was issues because we kind of experienced before and after and then going back. But with this one, he just jumps forward. 
And so obviously, like you say, he wasn't just laying in the room for 117 years or whatever. I just kind of saw that and was like, okay, this is magic. So that's fine. And like you also, like you said, Jen, it's like, I kind of felt like with this movie, once I suspended, had that suspended disbelief, it was just like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's all good. It's like, I don't yeah. care. I don't, I don't care. And so he, I just feel like he was too clean to be from 1903. Way too clean. That oh, was like, way, could, way too clean. And Rosie, his like maid in the beginning was like too clean. They were all too clean. Rosie was just like really chatty too. It was yeah. like, man, if I if I was a rich guy in 1903, I would not want my maid talking to me like that. Unless she like, was like, you know, nah. ready to bone or something, right? I don't think him and Rosie had that that kind of relationship. Yeah, yeah I, didn't I get know. Any, uh, no porno <laughs> moments in this one. There was not a single okay. porno. I did not see a single porno. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. Did you? No, I'm really glad because on? I didn't. And then I was like, I just am horrible at finding the porno moments. So I I'm glad that there weren't any. <laughs> um, I think there were a couple moments of like mild innuendo, but that was just like, yeah, whatever. And a lot of mugging, like Charles, the guy who played Charles was too clean and he was like always posing like a model. Definitely. Know? There's um, a lot of blue steel action going on. So like, okay, he goes to the future in 2020 and he meets the museum director, you know, and we find out that she did her, PhD dissertation on Charles. <laughs> I couldn't get beyond it. I wrote it down several times in my notes that she did her PhD dissertation on Charles and her parents were like, with that dissertation, you're a shoe in at the university. And it's like, what do, what do they teach? What, what is this university? Yeah. Well, I think she, she wanted to be a history professor. Um, like, and, and it sounds like that, like he was really, like integral to the town and and really important to the town. So still very weird, but still to it, do a yeah. dissertation on him. She was like a total fangirl. Like she was like, oh my god! Me, it was like it was like a rock star, like ready to you know bone a fan because she was all like, I'm obsessed with you. It is a pretty niche thing to have done your dissertation on, especially considering. I mean, he kind of had a rise to power and then we see his trajectory, but no one else knew his trajectory. So then it's just like this guy who disappeared, like, yeah, what is your paper about? And who gives like, you a dissertation for that? Right. Yeah, and like, it's weird. So he had come up with like um, some new milling technique at the steel mill, but he never like got to actually do it because he disappeared. So like he really didn't. Like, he made a lot of money, but it wasn't, like, I don't know. It was very strange. And, like, so he's kind of acting all crazy, like, when he comes back because he's from the olden times. Um, and, like, her coworker friends are, like, he's pretty cute. And, like, being, like, you you were single for six months. And I just found it to be really wild that they were, like, you've been single for six months, so you should go after this crazy man who just kind of showed up at the museum. <laughs> I had the same, I had the same vibe for sure. Like this, this crazy guy shows up and instantly like the ladies are like giving each other like eyes about like, Oh, he's cute. you should hook up with him. It's just like, really? They're also way too calm for what is going on. Right. Like oh, totally. way, way too calm. 
everybody and like, like when too. she like when she figures out like holy shit this is actually charles whatever like she's just like oh yes and like super fucking calm like no one's freaking out no one like even at, at least in like christmas comes twice like there was a little there were a couple of like a freak out moments like yeah. everyone's just like totally. oh yeah it's totally normal that i wound a clock and woke up in 2020 like they're like she's not just like what the fuck it's really charles whatever his last name is uh this is insane like you're really him like she's not like freaking out she's just like oh yes yes i will go upstairs and i will look under that floorboard and find whatever it is you want me to find and then yes it it really is charles it was kind of funny like i thought because she kind of like knew that it was him because of that scar on his hand and i thought that he might have gotten like bit by a horse or some shit because it was like a really weird looking scar <laughs> but he didn't it's a steel mill accident apparently um but yeah i kept writing like how are how is she so calm and also how is he like not totally losing his mind like he accidentally turns on the tv at one point and then just picks up the remote and turns it off um okay so i i went away this weekend um and stayed in a hotel and we were trying to turn the tv on and he turned the tv on quicker than we could find the power (laughs) button to turn the tv on like what is that it turned it off yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he turned, he found the power button to a thing that he's never, ever, ever seen before. Yeah, and managed well, to turn it on and off quicker than I have turned on some hotel TVs. Like I, I do this. I've grown up with this. I'm not like from 1903 and didn't magically appear in 2020 and, and not like, know how to turn on a TV or even what a TV was. And he's not freaking out. He's not like. Like, like my dog, like looking behind the TV, wondering where people are. Like he's not seen moving pictures before either. It's 1903. That would have been such, that would have been, it was such a missed opportunity for him to have like a freak out moment. Like, you know, like when was it that that first film with like the train coming and people thought that the train was, you know, actually coming through, but he like, there were cartoons. It was cartoons, right? It was the cartoons on the TV. Like, yeah, it was like some with Santa. Yeah, he was just like, oh, let me just turn this off and go to bed. <laughs> and then, like, when she was talking about, like, the internet or email, and he was like, oh, a contraption that I don't know. Okay. Oh, my like- God. Okay. Also, for someone who wants to be a history professor and has a PhD, she cannot explain anything. Well, what's well, she- the internet? Oh, well, it's the World Wide Web. Well, well what she has is- her PhD well, in Charles, well, so. Well, what is that? <laughs> yeah, there is it, that issue. <laughs> it connect. It connects everything, Charles. Like a highway? Uh, okay. Like, I, that's the worst way to explain the internet. How about, well, it's basically like a massive library. Oh, somebody from 1903 could understand that. Yeah, she she was like just getting too wet for him or some shit because I feel like she couldn't like <laughs> she was just like oh Charles and then she couldn't think straight. That was my take on it. And then like so she what I also don't understand is how that museum was like bringing in so much money and selling out tours. Like people somehow like loved this witty banter between Rosie, her character and Charles, like 
I'm sorry, if there were a museum like that in town, I don't think I'd go there. Like, is there a museum like that in town? Like, is uh, that Sheldon McMurphy house? Kind of. Yeah, except do they, they don't, like, I mean, they don't do reenactments. I mean, but it is, I think they were, I think like maybe, it seems like their reenactments at this museum um, are only like for the holiday season. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the time, it's just like this house that you get a tour of, which is kind of like the Sheldon McMurphy house. Um, you just sort of like walk around and like, oh, look at old things from which these people. I love looking at old things, but I. Yeah. So I think it's like like that it's i just don't understand how it's as profitable and i could not get beyond the um married couple actors that worked at that museum oh yeah what the fuck they were like they went to like juilliard and then they were like once we got married the acting dried up and it was like are you going after auditions together like, I don't understand. Yeah, like, can they only be in shows together or something like that? I mean, I feel like if you're a married acting couple, you're just like, we're going to, I want to act and we don't have to do parts together in the same play. But apparently they do. But it I mean, seems well, like they have to be in the same thing all the time. They were really weird. Yeah, I'm not sure they were cut out for it, ultimately. Yeah. It seemed like just a weird, like, artist can't make it and... Just wants to give up subplot that it was just like, okay, whatever. But it wasn't like fully realized or something. Like Yeah, totally. It, yeah, it, it feels really like, weird. It feels like there had to have been more to this movie that they just edited out or something. Like I, I literally when the movie got done, I was like, That's it? That's that's the movie? Yeah. There's nothing else. Again, there was just like okay. the things that I, I feel like I was kind of repeating in my notes because like I again wrote something about her parents referencing her being a shoe-in as a professor with her PhD dissertation and like it was just really weird little things that they kept referencing. Oh, Jen, they did your favorite thing where they all get together at Christmas and then just look at family photos. Oh <laughs> totally. And then they're like, remember when? And then they like have exposition. Yeah. yeah. But and that's but that's when he finds out. About Eliza. About Eliza. Yeah. Why did she not tell him? Like that's completely absurd. She's a weird fangirl. She's so weird. She should okay. have told him. Okay. At that party, the, the picture shit, all that stuff. I hate that shit. But you know what actually seemed really fun? And when we do our big Christmas ball, whenever it's safe again. I want to incorporate this activity was the tree topper competition. Oh yeah. That did look like fun. That did look like fun. Can you imagine like having a few drinks and like, I don't know, spinning somebody around or something like a pinata. Okay. And when like the brother goes to high five him and he's just like stares at him. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) uh okay okay i'll just put my hand back in my pocket never mind okay i have a question for you guys if you met somebody from 1903 who acted like charles would you be turned on by that like i feel like he's like dumb because he's so like he doesn't know anything you know and he he's not of our time so it would just be really hard if like it'd be like a constant like having to explain things 
this is my personal take, but I'm curious what you guys think. Um, well, I think I'd be confused. Um, but I, no, I mean, I don't, I think that like having to explain everything, I mean, I think I'd be intrigued because it's like, wow, this person's from 1903. This is crazy. And want to know like what life was like, like truly like back then, you know? Um, but, but like, would you want to be with them in a romantic relationship? I mean, it would have to really depend on the person. If it was like that person, Charles, no, I thought he was very stuffy and annoying. Yeah, I thought so too. What about you, Jesse? I have to agree. I think it would depend on the person, but yeah, I don't know. It was just, I mean, I know he was supposed to be like a science guy and sort of like a forward thinking guy. Just the amount of, I don't know, just that he would not be freaking out as someone who time traveled to 2020 and just, he just was way too cool about everything. And it it just was like, again, yeah. it just kind of just fell into the realm of, okay, we had magic happen and then that's fine. Whatever. I, after that, I don't care what happens because it's all pretend. Yeah. Yeah. I did sort of wish when he first, um, when he showed up and he was coming down the stairs and he's like, you know, all confused, like, who are these people in my house? Part of me did sort of wish he just like pulled out a gun and just started oh shooting God. people. Me too. Because like, <laughs> like, oh my you God, know, can you I imagine? mean, what what would someone do? Like, what we, what would he do in his life if all these random people would have been in his house? Like, we were actually Kelly walked in um and like watched part of that uh with me and he was saying the same thing. He's like, you wouldn't you wouldn't act like that. It'd be so much funnier if he just like did something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like he didn't like try to like push people out. He didn't try to do anything. And he just like fell right into the, Oh, I will pretend to be an actor. Like super quick. Like, yeah. I, I, what? What? You woke, you woke up in 2020. That shit's fucked up. And I'm sorry that you woke up in 2020. Cause that year was fucked up. Yeah. They should totally, um, they should totally Christmas. make like a pandemic Christmas. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you know there's going to be one next year. There's got to be. Actually, really, honestly, honestly, I hope they don't. I hope they don't do one because do we really want to live pandemic Ooh. Christmas? No. You know what I think, they sh- I think they should do is a time travel one where somebody from like 1919, when the Spanish flu was happening, comes to present day and then they like fall in love. And then they both die. Oh. <laughs> or they like come, they come to uh, 2019 and they actually save the day and they solve the riddle of coronavirus. Oh, that would be a better ending. Mine was more <laughs> tragic. <laughs> Which would be insane because they wouldn't know anything about science that we're actually using. Yeah. Yeah. But they were smart enough to wear masks back then. So. Yeah. They were. They had some pretty awesome ones too. Well, so I was going to say, um, so she like takes them shopping and she takes them on all these like crazy Christmas adventures. And so here's another problem I have with, with some of the Christmas movies. This is, I'm not going to talk about the snow. I'm not going to get into it. Um, we know your thoughts. It's just so clean. <laughs> so clean um but so this town like we've seen this town before it's in 
that like little main street with a gazebo and all of that is in a lot of other mm-hmm. Hallmark films. And I really wonder where it is because I think we need to go there. But when we go to Hong Kong, Hong, <laughs> Hong, Hong Kong boys, Hong Kong boys. Um, but like every time these towns do a tree lighting ceremony, it is like the lamest tree. Like, did you see the it tree of the tree like lighting a, ceremony? Yeah, it, it looks was, like a styrofoam like it looks cone. Like, yeah, it looks like this like styrofoam cone. Like you would think being that they film these in British Columbia, that they could find or, I don't know, get a fake tree, something, something better. Fake, like you they can could get, use for, like, you every can movie. get, like, 10-foot-tall fake trees. That look good. That like, look really, good. Yeah. And then they could use it for ev- literally at, like, 30-plus movies a season. <laughs> but they keep using this lame-ass one. And I'm like, you're yeah. doing a town tree lighting ceremony. And this tree is so, so bad. It's so bad. I, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because I don't have too many notes um, from that tree ceremony. So if I'm no, was, jumping too just, far ahead, you That was just guys- an observation about about something that annoyed me i just i honestly I, don't, I really didn't take a lot of notes in this movie because i just really did not like this movie i felt like they were just cold dead fish <laughs> and I, I just i couldn't like i just couldn't get past like some of the things like how horrible she was at explaining anything to do with 2020 and how they were just like yeah this is totally normal like not not even a single brief moment of what is happening right now. No, and then so that kind of brings me to what I'm going to say that she goes to that interview at the university, and she sees the clock in the case, and it's like it's on display. And so then she like asks this woman that works there, and the woman's like, "Oh God, I don't know that that thing. I don't know. It's been here since I started." And then then proceeds to say. I wind that clock every week for years and nothing's ever happened to me. And I'm like, who is this woman that works there? And she goes into this glass case and every week she winds a clock to find her true love since she started working there. When it clearly says you have to wind it on a Christmas moon. (laughs) Right. But like, but it was like really weird because she like so nonchalant was like, oh, I don't know what that is. And then seconds later was like, I want to see a movie about that woman. Totally. I was also wondering like what departmental like administrative assistant can just like let this lady borrow this clock. Uh, yeah. Like from the artifact case. Like I worked I don't know. in a department at a university and I would, you don't have that power. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You just don't. Maybe she, maybe she like helped her get to the person she needed to get to to loan the clock to the museum. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we have to suspend belief here. Well, we also know though that that woman opened that case every week and t- turned the clock. So she maybe just was like, fuck it. I'll just pull open this glass case because I touch it every week anyway. 
It could be. It's true. Maybe she just called it. Um, I also had down that, um, so like she turns down that job because she's like, I want to maintain my life as a museum director of this house. And she's like, I have big ideas where I bring in holographic characters. How much money does this place have? No, that's, right. that's insane. Holograph, like <laughs> when you're bringing like Tupac back, like that, right? that stuff's not cheap. <laughs> that was exactly what I was thinking. And I was like, so like, is this Coachella? Why wouldn't you just stick with the re- I, reenactors are cheaper than that, right? Well, I mean, I think what maybe like once you get the holographic, that's true, machine thing stuff, then maybe like maybe once it's like done, it's probably ultimately cheaper than humans, but it's a, it's a little weird. It's a little, it's a little weird. I do wonder, I mean, they say like how like so they did this whole like speech at the end that the associate director gives. Why the director doesn't give it, I really don't understand. She's just like, okay, I don't ever. She never she, acts like the director of the museum. No, Her associate like director <laughs> always acts like the director of the museum. And it's like, that dude is running the show. Like, yeah. he's doing everything. He's running the show. He knows everything about the museum. He is gunning for her job. And he's probably going to be take really, really upset when he finds out that she's staying on as the director and <laughs> not because he was like, yeah, I'm going to be next in line. I'm going to be the director. And and I don't understand why she doesn't do the speech at all. I, she, Usually it's the director that would do yeah. the speech if you're there. I mean, if you're not there, like, I guess. Also, she, but I, she's the museum director and she's like a reenactor. I I, yeah, she's I like the head. She's the museum director slash head tour guide. Yeah, like it's a little weird. And that's what she wants to do. <laughs> I mean, hey, if that's what she wants to do, and she can make a living off of it, then you should do what you should follow your heart. Yeah, and that, and that's that's great, and that's totally fine. And so, like, so at this like you know ball dance thing, like. Charles decides he's basically he's going to stay in the future and he's not going to go back, which I appreciate because like, yeah, I, the one thing the one thing I really appreciated about this movie is that he disappeared in 1903. And so time went without him. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he showed back up. up and he showed back up in 2020. So if he actually went back to 1903, he would completely fuck up the future so i appreciate that they did keep that in mind i mean they couldn't grasp the concept of you can't have two full moons if you put one in the middle of the month (laughs) but um they did they they did get that right like he could he really couldn't go back because he would like die or literally fuck up the entire future and so at least he got that right and that i do i do really appreciate that's like the one thing that i was like okay this movie got that part right thank you and like i liked that they recognized that his fiance like had a happy life and she married somebody else and they could contributed like everything which did you guys find it a little odd that like I mean I guess this is historically accurate but they like kept they had his um a reenactor of his fiance who then went on to marry somebody else who was basically like funded the whole town like so their names are on everything and it was just a little weird that like that they still showcased her so much in 
this relationship, even though that wasn't her like profound relation, like the relationship that she was in for like 60 plus years and like definitely founded the university and the parks and like, yeah, it is. It's definitely a little weird. Strange, but okay. Also that there would have been this museum for again, this guy who, yeah, he kind of had like a interesting life, you know, and his like rise to success, but then he disappeared. Like, why does he have this reacting museum yeah. when this other guy, uh, Moran, yeah, Moran whatever his like... name is, like ended up with all of the inventions he would have had if he wouldn't have disappeared yeah. and funded everything in the town. And it just doesn't make any sense. Harold, right? Harold Moran. Yeah, that's or, right. That... Yeah, that, yeah, that was um, his name. Yep, that's it. So Charles stays and then he like, you know, confesses his love or whatever to, I don't even know her name, Anna? Megan Turner. Oh, Megan Turner, you're right. Um, And then he gives her that snowflake necklace. And I was like, that necklace is probably cheap as shit because he's just like living off of like $5 tips. Right. How did he buy that? Oh, yeah. How is he going to survive? He has nowhere to live. He has literally no money. Like, uh, what is he going to stay being an actor at the museum? Is he going to move in with Megan? What? How is he? I don't. How is he? Like, he he has. Well, he she, has no social security yeah, he is number. He's not a citizen has, of the world. He has, right. he has nothing. But he can't, you can't be ch- like. 1903 Charles he has to like he needs a whole new identity he needs a social security number like he can't use his old social security number because nobody Cause it would be like him it would be like three I mean like, <laughs> three <laughs> like what I, like how how does he like they're just like oh yeah he's gonna stay like there's no like Okay, we have to come up with a plan. Like, yeah, well, we're gonna... I mean, she has big ideas for the museum, so clearly she has funding to do hologram <laughs> so she can support him. Okay, I have, I have, I have one more thing I really, really want to talk about. Yeah, have you noticed in? these movies like this hallmark genre very often there's always a scene where the woman sometimes the man but very more rarely but pretty much always the woman almost falls or falls off of a ladder oh yeah and then they always catch them like it was the fuck? Was, was it the last one where she fell off the carriage and he caught her or he picked her up on a carriage. I don't even know. No, he picked, he like, there's always a picking up or yeah. catching or something. Yeah. Like he picked her up and put her on the carriage. Um, she like in this one, she fell off the ladder or fell off like a shelf or something when she was like <laughs> looking for the clock. It's, I feel like it's always like oh, a so, thing. So there's always some sort of, thing no no ooh, no in the last one um she was when they were decorating for the ball she was climbing the ladder and it almost fell off i mean oh, like I women are women are clumsy yeah <laughs> like what is that i don't know but i think i it's successfully like a- actually climbed a ladder today <laughs> 
I, think I didn't it's fall like off. A thing. Like, oh, I'm, I'm so clumsy. I'm such a dit. Just drives me crazy. There's this movie um, that I can't remember the name of with Amy Poehler and Paul Rudd, and it's like a spoof on a romantic comedy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. One of the funniest movies I've seen. I, I, I went in watching that movie um, not knowing what it was. And it's by the people that made um, Wet Hot American Summer. And so I think I was like really caught off guard because I wasn't expecting it. And I laughed so hard. But they're in the very beginning, she like falls down the flight of stairs. And they just like portray, they're just like poking fun at the idea that that's like, that's like a thing. Like, you know, like people, I guess, like a clumsy lady. Uh, they came together. Yes. yes. Jesse, have you seen this movie? I have not. Um. Are you kind of like what? Oh, it's it's very funny, but I don't want to hype it up. So just forget everything I just said. Watch it, especially after watching these Hallmark movies. I feel like yeah, it's really great. It's it's a really good spoof on like romantic comedies, which Hallmark movies aren't really romantic comedies. They're not dramas. I don't I don't really know what they are. It is it is a genre. Genre. It is a genre unto itself. There is a Hallmark genre and i feel like other people do them like lifetime does them yeah but like um but hallmark's like because lifetime will get really dramatic sometimes lifetime and, gets dramatic and they kill people which i love and there's murder it's and, my favorite and stuff like that but like they do like the the holiday genre netflix yeah. obviously has some films like that um it, it definitely is a genre unto itself but it it there is always like this like woman falls down man has to catch her or something moment there have been there i have seen it where it is the opposite where the man it's never like as good i like it i like falls <laughs> but it's and she like catches them or like grabs them or something like there was the, it's yeah yeah i like the traditional i have so, one more comment about this movie yes before we do um reviews or our own ratings. It ended with the couple both getting cast in Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I just, that's all. That's all. I'm just going to point that out. So, um, my, uh, Sean, my husband, when, um, ever I'm watching the movie sometimes he'll watch them with me and he has dubbed um, the like there's like always the, the moment where you're like oh they the they've stopped annoying each other now they're falling in love right like there's always that moment like mm-hmm. the eye moment sure. where they're like gazing oh so he has dubbed that the blue spark moment oh I like nice. that that's a good that's a good label yeah yeah, it's so now when I watch them, I'm like, oh, there it is. It's the blue spark moment. Interesting. That's a great observation. Blue spark. I should write that down. Yep. I like the it. Blue, the blue spark moment. We gotta have a name it. for the conflict moment that's always 20 minutes out. I they're not happening that often though. No, but they did in this one because it was like when he found out Eliza was married to his arch nemesis. 
Yeah, but he just like took some time to like go walk it he's off like, and like yeah. deal with yeah, himself. Yeah, he was like all mature about it. He's like, uh, well, this is really frustrating. I go take a walk. And then he like apologizes like, hey, I'm sorry. I got really pissed. I know you were trying to protect me. Like, what? That wasn't a middle school yeah. conflict. What is happening? They need, they need more conflict again. So maybe Vicky, you hated this Jen. movie. I really did. I really hated this movie. Out of five Christmas moons. One. It gets it gets one. It gets like half a it gets a it's half a, a moon. It's, it's not a, even a full it's Christmas a half moon. moon. No, it's a half moon. Okay. Jesse, what do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one and a half because once I got to the realization that he it was just magic that like moved him then it was like I, I don't care i just didn't care about the rest of it and it was harmless yeah it's a one and a half i'm gonna go one and a half too i didn't hate it but it was like the blandest it was like a bland they were like dead cold fish <laughs> yeah just like just like nothing nothing happened it was just like okay yeah it was Bland, yeah. But I did think that the the chemistry was like okay. I don't know. Okay. I thought it was yeah. okay. And she's and cute. I thought actually compared to some of the other leading characters, she was like really like naturally uh beautiful, I thought. Her friend maybe a little always intense lipstick color and rouge, but uh that's theater makeup, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't hate her just like the last one. I didn't hate these leading ladies. No, I didn't. I didn't hate her either, and I didn't hate him. But um, I didn't have anybody I mean, was, that I loved. But they just like the queen in the last. Uh, oh yeah, no one will ever be like Queen Gabriella. Yeah. Of Galwick. Galwick. But I, I did um, see that there were a handful of 10-star reviews. Like, people loved this there movie. There were so, so many many yeah. good reviews on this movie. I, I was I was blown away. I was blown away. I was like, did we all watch the same movie? What? What? Who are you people? How did we... How did we get here? How did we... Yeah. This is an this is an aside, but I read a bunch of them, and like I just didn't find any meat to hang on to. Everyone was just like, "I just want to congratulate Hallmark." Like, yeah, so- I was a little confused. I wrote down a couple um, that made me laugh a little bit. Um, one person just wrote, "I may have to buy this one," which I was like, Are "We buying movies nowadays?" Um, another person talked about loving a good time travel romance. And again, we've talked about this before, but it is, it's like a subgenre that we need to, people love their time travel romances, apparently. They do. I like this one. Um, A touch of sci-fi. Kudos to Hallmark for reaching beyond the usual holiday romance formula and adding in an element of science fiction. The film includes time travel and the dialogue even mentions H.G. Wells classic, The Time Machine. I did think that was hilarious when he was like doing research in that scene on like he might like reread like those books and like 
figure out how to go back in time. That was like so funny. It's like, I'm doing a little research and he's got like back to the future on. And then like, he like knew HG Wells. I did find um, a one star review that I think that somebody got confused because they were really complimentary of the movie. I totally saw that. (laughs) Yeah. It said one star. I want to congratulate the production staff for this movie. And then I cut out a little bit. It said, this was something different and fun. I was even in suspense at the very end. I was like, at one star. (laughs) Nailed it. So they don't even have bad reviews. Oh, I found, um, I found a, a a three star review that is written by a historian. Oh, did she do her PhD on Charles? Uh, no, but she was very, um, she too, uh, mentioned the second full moon on December 18th. Um, apparently the hair and dress is incorrect for 1903. Um, oh, we would be friends. I would be friends with this woman. I'm just going to say she also was like, there is no way that he would get the hang of 2020 life that quickly. It's true. And she said the ending was just asinine. Oh, my God. I would like to be friends with this woman. I mean. We should reach out. We should. We can have guests on this podcast. So, Vicky, we're going to lay a. A timeless Christmas to sleep now. I think it's time. We need to lay a timeless Christmas to sleep. Um, I think it's I don't honestly really ever want to watch this movie again. And um and we're gonna venture a little bit away from holiday movies for our next We are. One. We're gonna take a break from holiday movies for a little bit. Um we will come back to them. It will be the backbone of the podcast. Um but I think we all need a little bit of a break from the holidays. I think everybody does. Um, I have finally taken down the Christmas tree and the lights outside are, well, they're half taken down right now. I'm not going to lie. They're half yeah. taken down. So, so what is our next movie? Uh, our next movie is Taking a Shot at Love. Uh, it's a new one for 2021. And um, yeah, it stars Alex Penavega and Luke McFarland. And sparks fly between a ballet instructor and a professional hockey player as she tries to help him recover from the same injury that sidelined her dancing career. Now, I'm wondering what injury a professional hockey player and a ballerina had that was the same. I'm going to think it's probably some sort of like ACL ACL. or something like that. Oh, so that's that's my vote. We got to watch the movie and we'll be back next week with taking a shot at love taking a shot at love bye bye see ya